0: So pumped, so pumped. One of our favorite segments, and we get to launch the year, first one of 2023. Get a look through the news cycle through the lenses of a professional news producer, not a couple of just redneck hacks from Missouri (laughs) like us, someone who actually knows what She is doing a former Fox News producer, Newsmax, Major League Baseball, the current producer of The 100% Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson. She also speaks fluent sarcasm. So if you don't, you might need to listen to this episode twice and share it with people you know that also speak sarcasm and they will have an instant connection. The one only, Brianna Murillo.
1: Another great introduction. Happy 2023 to all of us. Uh, Man, really excited for the new year. I know you guys are as well. Yes, we're, we're, we are. I
0: keep waiting for the world to get better, to get less crazy, and that hasn't happened yet. And so we need someone like you to interpret the craziness. Yes, and run it through your filter of like, of of, of snarkiness and 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 jabbiness and insights because it sort of makes this big. Have you ever seen the cartoon where like like it's like a Bugs Bunny one or something like that? There's this big abominable snow monster that everybody was scared of, and then eventually they they take it and they shave it down, and there's really nothing. It's just this skinny skinny little creature, you know. Once they got rid <laughs> yep. of all the hair, and and that's a yep. little bit like I always feel like when we talk to you, we have some guests that actually add more hair, and it's like, oh my gosh,
2: I'm <laughs> oh, going. This is really scary. People
0: hear them and like, oh, you yeah. didn't even go to bed or the bar, you know, <laughs> after that show, you know, one or the other. Like, where's the hope, you know? But you do a great job of of this guy is a problem, but you sort of shave all the hair off. And it's like, oh, he's a little Barney Fife. He's not yeah. the rock Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> That's and, right. And, and, and I like that because you bring some humor and insight to things, and we need that now more than ever.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I try. You got to keep people interested, and you got to make them you know, aware of what's actually going on. So thank you for that.
2: Absolutely. Well, let's start with today because it's a big day. It's January 6th, and you ha- say –
0: Happy Insurrection Day, by the way.
2: Exactly. You say, prepare yourselves (laughs) for what this means. The corporate media will continue to wrongfully use the term insurrection while their congressional reporters pretend they almost died two years ago. The White House won't miss this opportunity either. Wow. Okay. so what do you see going on?
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on today. Uh, Apparently, the Presidential Medal of Freedom is being handed out to um, uh, what was her name? Ruby Freeman. The woman who was in Georgia who was caught with her daughter on camera kind of – allegedly, we can say that because she sued everyone, uh, shuffling suitcases out from underneath the table. Mm-hmm. And then somehow they were being processed when we were told that they weren't processing votes at that hour. Um, but she's getting she's getting an award for that. Today, oh, my gosh. Quite interesting. And in an
0: upside-down world, police. that's how it works.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and all the Capitol uh, – ma- the mall police are all getting awards too today, it looks like. So <laughs> – uh, it, it's a hot mess at, at the white house as we already knew, but this is when all, all, all these like correspondents from MSNBC, CNN come together and they cry about almost being killed two years ago. Um, even though, you know, Emerald Robinson was there and I was texting Emerald So two years ago I had COVID and I was at home working, uh, producing oh, for Newsmax at the time. And I was texting her and I'm like, Hey, are you okay? And she goes, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. We're just hanging down here in the basement. Uh, everything's good, though. We're you know we're secure. We're good to go. And um, she was with all the other reporters. Oh. So if Emerald felt any type of way that the Capitol Police weren't going to keep her safe or that she, her life was in danger, she would have told me. Um, right. And still to this day, we, we chuckle at how they describe it because she was next to them all, um, um. And, and none of them were afraid. They were all hanging out. I think. The outrage was sparked when they realized the Dunkin' Donuts inside the Capitol was closed. Yeah. Uh, that was <laughs> well, the outrage. Well, the
0: reason for this is, um, you know, we've met Emerald. She's phenomenal. Yeah. And she's not, um, what do you call it, a whiny victim.
2: No. And, yeah, uh, no. It,
0: and so she doesn't know how to speak victim. And uh, I think for a lot of those guys, that's the only language they're truly True. fluent in. They don't understand sarcasm. They don't understand humor. They don't understand strength. They no. don't understand yeah. uh, clarity. And uh, all they speak is victim. Such and uh, uh that's that's how it goes. So it, it'll be a it'll be a crazy day, I think, every year for a long time. But that word insurrectionist as has crept into the vernacular yeah. in, a, in an interesting way. We'll jump to the next tweet here with some of your former homies over at, at uh Fox News, over at Fox News, uh the the, the marketing arm of Pfizer Pharmaceuticals. Okay. Um <laughs> it says it says my former vaccine mandate complying colleague Brian Kilmead and author. Brian Kilmeade Mm
2: -hmm.
0: uh, thinks that the 20 House Republicans that are not supporting uh, the ambassador from the Ukraine, Kevin McCarthy. (laughs) You're just adding
2: things yourself? I
0: added that part myself. uh
2: It's Uh, okay. I
0: approve. uh, Kevin McCarthy (laughs) and our insurrections. Well, it's just his lapel pins and all the just, come on. Just from from an optics point, he could do better. Uh, Who needs left-wing media advocates when you have Kilmeade? Um, Do we have that video? Can we just play this clip? Is that available?
2: They Could discuss ways to get around this and try to come together today
1: at, at noon,
3: right? But here's the thing if you pick Jim, just so insincere the insurrectionists are, or we might probably shouldn't use that word the people that don't want to vote for Kevin, they McCarthy, would disagree saboteurs. with that, right? saboteur, saboteur. So Saboteur, this So, this if- uh, so, wow. so, so
0: insurrectionists, we're, we're, this is uh insurrectionist day, January 6th, uh, where there was these this apparently fake coup whenever it took place is a weird deal but that word now brian kilmeade is actually using that against republicans which is an old obama thing obama's the first president we ever had that began insulting and 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 calling americans names yeah and and but now that's become cool and kilmeade's joined the, the bandwagon if you don't agree so what what's up with with the insurrectionist term with your old your old running mates
1: yeah, nothing surprised me with these individuals. First off, they're based out of New York City, so they were either forced to comply with the New York City vaccine mandate, the mm-hmm. one that I resigned over, or they were never held to the same standards that the rest of us were. Uh, people close to me told me that they never, who are on air, told me that they never received the emails that I received. So um, just keep that in mind. Wow. He's well aware, though, that Fox had a vaccine mandate. And and that same group of people went on air and defended Fox and that there wasn't anything that, that their human resources was holding them, like, like, forcing employees pretty much to get vaccinated, mm-hmm. which we know it's a lie. Um, so that in itself, he's also got matching pins with Kevin McCarthy, as you just called out before, David. Uh, that they, they both like to wear the Ukrainian flag. I've called him out several times on it. It's weak. Uh, uh, but it, it's no surprise. I mean,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he has uh, – he's constantly under fire for his opinions on the, on that desk uh, at the roundtable, I guess you should say, because he is just not – he is not – um the problem with Fox is a lot of people are just so self-absorbed and they are on this high horse sometimes where they don't realize how average Americans feel. And for him, he probably thought by using the term insurrectionist that that was going to somehow go over well with the Republican uh, audience. And obviously it's not. Um, but who needs I mean, literally, like I said before, who needs MSNBC, CNN when you have Fox anchors attacking right. their own audience? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people support, you know, Matt Gates. Uh, Lauren Bobart, all mm-hmm. these congressional members who are standing strong on the line against McCarthy. And, and for him to say that, it, you're insinuating that the rest of them are all supporting insurrectionists, and that's not true. They just want to yep. hold Kevin McCarthy accountable. And that's something that's not being done, and it's never been done, and it's being done now. And whether you support it or not, this is democracy. It could get a little yep. ugly sometimes. But those comments are just absolutely reckless, and it's, it's, it's shameful. But he corrected himself immediately, but he didn't apologize for it, but he did offer a little bit of a correction, if that was mm. worth anything.
2: Man. OK, let's go to uh, Dan Crenshaw. So this is interesting. Funny fact, if Kevin McCarthy would have done his job in the midterms with the promised landslide victory, these 20 House representatives wouldn't be able to hold you hostage, which goes to what Representative Dan Crenshaw been saying. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, Dan Crenshaw's another one. I mean, the words that have come out of his mouth have been so divisive yes. he referred to those 20 Republicans as terrorists. Um, he, he even said that they're being held hostage. I mean, you are so dramatic, but this is a guy who also wants to keep fueling the war in Ukraine with us taxpayer dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, we know where he stands. He's all for all of this. He is America last, which is such a shame because when he first made his way to Congress, mm-hmm. I was super proud of him. Yep. And, um, from hearing his story about how, you know, he lost his eye, uh, uh, and how he still went back to serve this country. I thought he yep. was a great person for that. But I, I so badly wanted Dan
0: Crenshaw to be Dan Crenshaw.
1: Yeah. The
0: the marketing guy I bought his book the day it mm. came out when he was on uh, the Jocko Willink yeah. podcast. Um, I, I like, I think I listened to it twice. I was like, Oh
2: yeah,
0: we we got this, like this, this campaign this, commercial. We, we got this bench of talented, patriotic young men coming up that can lead. And then I didn't know yeah. that he was a member of the world economic forum, like his buddy McCarthy. I didn't know, mm. you know, that they were more globalist than, than American.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty disgraceful. Even my mom was a big fan of him when he first came up. And yeah. mm-hmm. The most of us have been pretty disappointed in him. But it's no surprise. It's no surprise. And, and, and to sit here and pretend like that that these individuals, these 20 individuals, don't care about the same conservative values that you're allegedly caring for, it's just absurd. Um, he's just been a major disappointment. It's a shame. Um, but, but moments like this, I appreciate it because it, it really shows people's true colors. Yes. Uh, like, we
0: got a we clip of him just so people have context of, of what he's about right now so we can play this real quick.
4: This handful of members is um, uh, very clearly looking for notoriety over principle. That's what it is. And anyone who suggests differently is um, in, in some kind of make-believe fantasy reality. It's not. It's not true. They lost those debates. That should have been the end of it because that's how a team works, right? You hash this stuff out, you figure it out, and then you move on. But if you're a narcissist. If you're a narcissist and you believe that your opinion is so much more important than everyone else's, then you'll keep going. And you'll threaten to tear down the team for, for the benefit of the Democrats just because of your own sense of self-importance. That's exactly what's happening here. We will not vote for anyone else but McCarthy. These people think they're stubborn or more stubborn. If they think they're not going to get the goodies. Obviously, they won't. But it's going to be so much worse than that. You know, They are enemies now. They have, they have made it clear that they prefer a Democrat agenda than a Republican. Get another scalp and another scalp, whether it's whether it's Boehner or Paul Ryan or then McCarthy, Scalise would just be next. And we all know it. We just can't allow that to happen. That's why those of us are saying, like, look, you pushed us into this corner. So now we're now we're saying we won't vote for anyone but McCarthy. That's why we're saying it, because we cannot let the terrorists win. That, that's basically what. Wow.
1: terrorists, you know, it's- yeah. Yeah, it,
0: enemies. It, enemies. When yep. when when you can't when you're frustrated with something and you're not presenting ideas, you're presenting character assassinations and not good ideas. It's not a good look. No, and he just looks like a, like a really angry, defeated, mm-hmm. broken, compromised person at this point. Doing that.
1: Yeah, that's that's why he goes on shows that don't push back. I mean, he literally mm-hmm. went up to CNN to give an interview. Um, he wouldn't he wouldn't dare go on a show that would actually push back on him. Guy Benson's another rhino too. He's not going to push back on you much either. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, we see this mostly with Democrats, though, like AOC won't go on uh, anyone who opposes her views kind of show uh, because they're looking for a safe place because they're not very intelligent. They don't have the facts to back them up. And obviously, as you saw, he's a very emotional person. And emotions usually mean that there's a lack of there's a lack of facts behind you, and so that's what right. we're seeing with, with Dan Crenshaw.
2: Right
0: It's just it's just a bummer. Now mm-hmm. let's t- jump over to to a, to a good guy, somebody who's standing up, doing the right thing. And I don't know why they just always all seem to come from Florida. But let's play this real qu- uh, clip from <laughs> from, from uh, uh, Byron Donalds real quick, and uh, let's see what this guy's about because I think he's clever and uh, nothing else. He's a, he's a a good way to kind of cleanse the palate of this
2: For darkness. Sure
1: about retribution after the fact there was threats that folks that weren't going to vote for McCarthy would be kicked off committees. Now you've put yourself in a, in a pretty public position opposing who the person that could be, be the speaker. Are you worried about retribution? Man, I'm 6'2",
0: I'm not worried about
2: that. That is such a great response. So, so
0: you put that out. Congressman uh, uh, Byron Donald's delivering the perfect response.
1: Love it. Yeah, it's perfect. Now, he just a couple of moments ago just did vote for McCarthy. Um, so he did switch back over to the McCarthy side. But I like him. I mean, you got to kind of negotiate behind closed doors. This is this is your time now. We all know Kevin McCarthy's going to become speaker eventually. Just a matter of getting what you want. And so I hope he did whatever that that was for for his constituents. But yeah, it was a good response. Um, we'll see where it goes though. I'm a little I'm a little on edge here.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't you think it would have been easy uh, uh, for McCarthy to just go to the El Paso airport and wade through the piles of bodies that line the entire hallways and just do a video from there and say, I'm sick of this crap. I will stop it. Get Mm -hmm. me in there. Let's fix this. Not another dollar to Ukraine until we fix that. You can walk through an American airport without stepping over sleeping bags of uh, illegal aliens. Yeah. Don't you think that that would have yep. just like pushed him over the edge and actually would rally the troops a little bit? I mean, they, there's a million things they could have done besides beat down their own base and call people names.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, he has gone to the border, but, uh, they're mainly just fluff, I'll follow Border Patrol around type of things. It's nothing, nothing of substance. Um, but remember, Kevin McCarthy comes from California. That's where his voters are. Mm-hmm. And so he's, oh, and this is the problem with the, what, what a lot of conservative, um, Republicans have with him is, He's always going to try to play it down the middle, and so he's going to keep prioritizing Ukraine because he has to for the people who voted him into office. So he's always going to be loyal to them first, and that's the problem. We hear from people all the time in the Midwest, your audience, mm-hmm. enraged all the time because his loyalty lies with California, and it's it's constantly going back and forth. I mean, Democrats just elected, or we're trying to elect a speaker who is from New York, and it just it's constantly New York and California dictating the rest mm-hmm. of the country. So unfortunately, until we stop that. Uh, that's where their priorities are in
3: a lie. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know of anybody that's pro Kevin McCarthy. If you're, if you're looking at this and you're like, you know what? I can finally exhale. If you're watching Mm -hmm. this right now and you put in the comments, like if you can like think you can go to bed, exhale, like, okay, my interests and my children and my grandchildren's Mm -hmm. interests are going to be represented. If we could just get Kevin McCarthy in there fighting for me day and night. (laughs) Like if you think (laughs) that put it in the comments below, if if, if that's your take.
2: All right, let's go. You were talking about (laughs) fluff earlier. Let's go to some fluff here. How about Sean Hannity? Sean Hannity's opening monologue is a conglomerate of rhino lies. He has become a multimillionaire for using his influence and his time slot to manipulate conservatives. Turn off Fox News when Sean Hannity's com- when Sean Hannity comes on.
1: Yeah, yeah. He opened that that night. He opened his monologue by just ripping uh, the 20 Republicans who were against McCarthy. It's called politics, people. I mean, I don't understand why they, they think it has to be. We all decide with one individual. We could have a a. a a diverse group of opinions on things, and we could hash it out. I don't see any anything wrong with that. Um, but but Sean Hannity tried easing it into, and it was funny because it was because it was Tucker previously before they switched over to Sha- to Sean, who was was you know celebrating the twenty Republicans yep. who were sticking yeah. up for the rest of the country. Yep. And then we go to Sean, and Sean's trying to ease your mind into being okay <laughs> with the Rhino agenda, and it's like he's like no big <laughs> deal, guys. And it's never an articulate or intelligent point that he makes. It's always just like something poorly thought out and poorly articulated. And then he's just like, come on, just listen to me. I, I know everything. And then he brings on his rhino, um, his rhino, I guess, the, the, I think who came up right after. But it was somebody who, who, again, was just backing him up on his points and wasn't really getting much pushback. And we saw him do the interview with Lauren uh, Bobard. Unfortunately, I know a lot of people were like, all right, Lauren held her own and in that one. I didn't really think any of them really made a valid point mm-hmm. in it and any of theirs. It just felt like it was like a little push back and forth. No, Kevin McCarthy has lied to uh, a lot of people in Congress and now mm-hmm. he's asking for their votes and their support and he needs to do so and earn it properly. There's right. nothing wrong with that. And that should have been, that should have been brought up. There should have been specific. And we're still waiting for specific points as to what Kevin McCarthy promised behind closed doors, but mm-hmm. never actually, uh, uh, panned out to, to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's anything wrong with any of this. Um, but Sean
2: Hannity, gosh, he's just so obnoxious. I really can't stand him when he on air. <laughs> Turn so him off. Turn him yeah. off. <laughs> All right. It's, it's about, so mis-
0: bad. about Missouri. Let's just jump real, real quick to to our last thing of the day. Missouri. You know, we live in Missouri. Love it. Um, we got a unique thing going down here. And I don't know that I actually blame this guy for this move because it's just working the system in mm. a way that that's to his advantage. So Missouri, if you're listening in and you can't see the image here, Um do yourself a favor and don't, don't. don't ever look at it. Um, Missouri, Missouri is set to execute a man that stalked and murdered his ex-girlfriend. Sounds kind of cut and dry. But that same man is hoping for empathy, so he's wearing his female costume. So basically, it sounds like this terrible person did a terrible thing, and now he's like, oh, but you can't kill me because I'm a woman now. And uh, yeah. I identify as somebody that you can't uh, terminate. So explain this to us real quick. And, uh, yeah, so I, Missouri, I just, this is a weird thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So he did, he did end up getting executed. Uh, it looks like so, so he's no longer with us, thankfully, because you know, this is a horrible individual. His girlfriend tried fleeing him and tried, tried breaking up the relationship. Uh, police were involved. They tried to help get her out mm-hmm. of it and he ended up hunting her down and killing her. And so, uh, I lack empathy for individuals like that. Cause we know you did it. There's, there's no doubt that you did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what would her family want to do? If her family wants him executed, I am all for it. Uh, those are the people who I will always prioritize their emotions and their feelings towards this this type of crime. But the, the the interesting part is he became transgender once he got into jail. And I'm not sure what the timeline of it was, whether it was when he immediately went into prison or whether it was when he was sentenced to death. But uh, I don't – and the headlines were the first transgender woman is about to be executed in Missouri. I don't care what it is. Right. Uh, you killed someone. You took someone else's life. And now it's time to get even for the family's uh, for the families, you, you know, sanity, uh, mm-hmm. whatever brings them whatever brings them peace. I'm OK with. But uh, it's equality and it's finally happening. And apparently they don't like it.
0: Well, what, what, what the laws have geared towards last few years is now you have a, a rampant cases in California prison system of female prisoners being impregnated by yeah. men that identify as generation. women and get into that prison system and like, Oh no, this is good. This is empowering. And and they're raping the other prisoners. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah. you know, so when you see that, you're like, Oh, is there any sanity in this world? And you know, and then in this case, I guess they kind of kind of held the line on on where the law actually represents, but it's, it's crazy that these cases are even a thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing, but I mean, it, everyone needs to be held accountable. I don't care mm-hmm. what you do. And you know, they keep burying like there was, there was, gosh, I forgot what state it was in, but there was a transgender uh, female who was brought into a female uh, prison and she'd impregnated or he'd impregnated two women. And, um, and they, he tried to say it was consensual. There's mm-hmm. no such thing as consensual sex when you're locked in a prison cell and you have nowhere to go. Right. There's no, there's no such thing as consensual. These individuals should not, if whatever your genitalia is, that's where you go. I, I'm mm-hmm. so fed up with all of this. Them trying to make this. Oh, well, he identifies. I don't care who you identify as. You are a man. You have male parts. You go to male jail.
0: The fact that there are people that will take shots at you for the sentence that you just said of calling her a he, but he impregnated somebody. Yeah. When in yeah. human history would you say, well, you can't call him a he. Right. He impregnated a woman.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's he. That's who impregnates yeah. women. Yeah.
0: He is a he. Yeah. You exactly. know, and when it comes yeah. to this case, crazy times, I'm glad we got you to break it down for people you go to her or Twitter and follow it. You know, Twitter's kind of res- experiencing a resurgence. There's, there's good opinions there. Mm-hmm. There's truth now starting to balance out the echo, echo chamber of, of liberal wackiness um, uh, Libs at TikTok. There's so many places on there that actually are bringing truth to light, and there's none better than Brianna Murillo. You can also go just go to briannamurillo.com. It'll route you there. She is now at over 116,000 followers. If you're watching this, follow, support. We need more people behind the ones that are speaking out against this woke craziness and actually bringing light into a crazy spot.
2: That's exactly right. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time.
3: sleep so go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my standard my pillow for only $19.88 for a more custom fit my premium queen only $24.98 or my premium king only $29.98 this is a limited time offer so order now
2: for more great content go to flyoverconservatives.com